Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Joined now by Ambassador Robert O'Brien, National Security Advisor to President Trump. Welcome back, Ambassador O'Brien, and double congratulations on your recovery from the virus and on being part of the team that assisted President Trump, Prime Minister Netanyahu, and Crown Prince Zaid in bringing home a historic peace accord yesterday. That's a double big congratulations. Well, thanks, Hugh. It's always great to be with you. And what an accomplishment for the president, uh, the prime minister, and the crown prince yesterday with the Abraham Accords. Uh, uh, really something special, and uh, I was uh, proud to be part of that team. I would like you to expand a little bit on the nuts and bolts. I had one member of the team tell me yesterday that you continue to work on this even when you were at home recovering from the virus. There are lots of people who worked on this. Of course, the big three, but you got Secretary of State Pompeo and Secretary Mnuchin. you got Jared Kushner, fellow Avi Berkowitz, who I have not met, uh, on your team, General Korea, Captain Vandroff. I mean, we've got all sorts of Americans, and that doesn't even begin to touch on Ambassador Otaibi and Ambassador uh, Dermer. No, and uh, Ambassador David Friedman, our ambassador to Israel, uh, played a role in that. And Rob Greenway at the uh, at the NSC. It was a uh, it was really a team effort, uh, and, and folks rolled up their sleeves and, and got something done that's going to change the world. Uh, you know, it's a good morning when you wake up and Thomas Friedman in the New York Times is praising President Trump and uh, agreeing that this was huge. It was uh, uh, re- really a courageous step for uh, for all the players. I want to compliment uh, the Crown Prince. I mean, his, his name is now going to go down with uh, Anwar Sadat and, and uh, King Hussein of Jordan. Uh, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu's name will be uh, will always be mentioned with uh, with Perez and with Begin. Uh, these are it's a it's a dangerous neighborhood, and, and these were very courageous steps that these uh, these men took. And and as I've said before, the um, the president's known as a deal maker. Great deals, great trade deals. Great deals with Congress on taxes, but I think history is going to remember the president as a peacemaker. It's uh, uh, re- really something special that he was able to put together. When exactly do you think you all knew that the deal was done? Because these are fragile instruments until they become cemented into place. When did that moment arrive when the president looked to you and said, we got a deal. The art of the deal is here. Yeah, we, we knew when the phone when he, when he hung up the phone yesterday. I mean, these things. Uh, no, number one, it was pretty extraordinary that we were able to keep it quiet uh, so that it couldn't be derailed by the enemies of peace, uh, and it couldn't be politicized. Uh, uh, so we were able to keep it quiet. We were able to keep the parties talking, and uh, the president, uh, as he does, hosted a call uh, yesterday morning with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and and the Crown Prince, and uh, uh, the deal came together, and the statement was issued by all three parties, and uh, we hung up the phone and, and knew we had a deal, and it was uh, it was really special. The president uh, was very generous. He had the entire team that had worked on this uh, historic uh, accord uh, together in the Oval Office with him uh, for the call from the, the, the more junior staffers all the way up to the senior folks. Unfortunately, Secretary Pompeo was traveling in Europe and couldn't be there, but uh, he had a big role as well. And uh, as soon as the phone call was over, uh, everyone broke into spontaneous uh, applause. It was uh, it was quite a moment. Can we walk for the benefit of history, Ambassador O'Brien, some some specifics on the individuals on the American side involved? Brian Hook is the uh, secretary of state special representative for Iran. What was his role here? Look, Brian spent a lot of time in the region over the past few months uh, talking to the leaders and 
clearly the the concern about the threat that Iran poses, uh, as well as the the confidence that the, the parties had that the United States would stand up to Iran after President Trump withdrew, withdrew from the disastrous JCPOA and, and put maximum pressure on Iran. I think that's what gave the parties confidence uh, in, in part to move forward with this because they saw the. Uh, uh, the pressure that we're putting on Iran, and, and Brian's done a great job uh, out in the Middle East at the UN and otherwise, uh, uh, making sure that that coalition stuck together. So, you know, an important role. Let's talk about Jared Kushner and Avi Berkowitz. Jared has taken an enormous amount of heat as uh, allegedly being a dilettante at times and over his head. Now he's brought home a deal. Uh, how intimately involved with every aspect of this is Jared Kushner? And again, I don't know who Avi Berkowitz is, but his name's all over every account I've read. Well, look, Jared quarterbacked this thing under the direction of the president. I mean, this was President Trump's deal, but uh, uh, this was a uh, something very near and, and, and dear to, to Jared's heart. Uh, uh, he spent the last three and a half years cultivating relationships in the region and building trust and confidence in Israel, but also in uh uh, the Gulf capitals and the Arab capitals, and uh, I mean, this wouldn't have happened without uh, without Jared and his commitment to the uh, uh, the deal, working for his uh, his father-in-law, the president of the United States. And you know, I think the criticisms of, of, of Jared that are out there, I think they're unfair. Uh, I've never seen someone who works harder. He's there early in the morning. He's there late at night. He's working the phones. Uh, he's an extraordinarily um, uh, charming guy, uh, excellent diplomat, and. Uh, uh, under any other circumstances, would be hailed as a, uh, you know, one of the great deal makers, in, uh, uh, along with the president, uh, uh, in American history. Just, just you know, look what he did with the USMCA, and uh, uh, look what he did with his, with his criminal justice reform. I mean, he's taken on hard issues. Uh, the Middle East peace is just the uh, the latest in a series of tough tough issues that Jared's tackled and and done with uh, uh, a plum. And uh, it's all and lawyers. Avi Berkowitz uh, is a Harvard lawyer, right? Avi is, and and a, a very very talented uh, young lawyer and young man, and uh, uh, someone we're going to hear from again in the future. There's no doubt, uh, and he he worked tirelessly and also spent a lot of time in the region, uh, traveling with Brian and others, and uh, and working with me on a a daily basis. And I, I I've come to have great respect for um, for Avi and. Uh, he, he developed again. These things are relationship driven, right? And uh, he developed great relationships with the Ambassador Dermer, Ambassador Otaba, Ambassador Friedman, uh, with, with the players in the in the foreign the various foreign ministries, and and he was tireless in uh, in working uh, on this deal. And it was great to see him uh, uh, say a few words and have him recognized by the president yesterday. Now, you mentioned, and people don't understand, the NSC is only 100 people, but you mentioned Rob Greenway, who I don't know, and Major General Miguel Correa, Captain Mark Mandra. Why so many military active and retired in the NSC, Robert O'Brien? Well, look, we, we have a, uh, the NSC has got a, a big role on foreign policy, but also a big role in national security. And, uh, and this is a, uh, a matter that, uh, you know, involved both national security and foreign policy. Uh, General Correa had served as the defense attache in the UAE and had great relationships there. Uh, Captain Vandroff uh, was a, uh, a very successful uh, uh, naval officer and, and came to us recently to the, uh, to the NSC. And uh, so, so there were, there were defense aspects to this that uh, were important. Uh, Rob Greenway is a retired uh, uh, army colonel, uh, uh, intelligence officer and and is also uh, runs our our Middle East shop and and has great relationships in the region. So, we we were proud as the as the NSC to help coordinate the the activities and the uh, the efforts here and um, and provide some backup to the 
uh, our other diplomats, both in the White House and at the State Department, who are working this issue very hard over the past, uh, especially the past six weeks, but, but really over the past year or two. Now, Ambassador O'Brien, a lot of people in the United States yesterday did not know, quote, MBZ, close quote. You have spent time with them, I believe, when you were a special envoy for hostage affairs for the president. I think you spent time with MBZ. I know Secretary Pompeo has. The president has talked to him. Tell Americans a little bit about MBZ. Well, MBZ is the uh, Mohammed bin Zayed is the crown prince of uh, uh, of Abu Dhabi and is the uh, uh, his brother is uh, uh, has some illness, so he's been uh, been you know running the government in, in the UAE for uh, some time now. He's been a tremendous friend of the United States. Uh, you mentioned that when I was the hostage envoy, I worked closely with him. The UAE was uh, was intimately involved in bringing home Danny Birch, a hostage who was being held in uh, Yemen. At the time, a Texas oil worker, and uh, and had it not been for uh, the Crown Prince and and his team, uh, uh, Danny might still be in a, a basement uh, or a, a, a dungeon in Yemen. So, I, I've had a, a long history of working with him. I have a, a tremendous degree of respect for him. He's a very competent, capable ruler, and uh, and has done a great job with his country. The UAE is a, a dynamic place. Um, most Americans are familiar with with Dubai. And uh, it's a, uh, a massive city. It's a tourist center. It's a high-tech center. It's a finance center. And I think that's, that's why you're going to see this, this relationship between Israel and, and the UAE really blossom with, with Israel being a start at this, you know, the, the quote, startup nation and uh, the high-tech in Silicon Valley of the Middle East uh, married up with the finance center that you have in, in Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Uh, that that's going to be a, a a juggernaut of of creativity and and innovation and uh, and high tech. I think it's going to be great for the whole region, and especially for the two countries that uh, that took the risk to uh, uh, to, to to enter into these Abraham uh, Accords. Now, Ambassador O'Brien, these are not three small personalities: MBZ, Benjamin Netanyahu, President Trump. How'd they get, as a national security advisor, I heard you say last week to Margaret Brennan, you don't, uh, you're not in the habit of detailing the, the calls on which you participate in, in the public, the, the private calls between world leaders. You listen in and you're on, on the call. But what was the relationship like on the phone between Trump, MBZ, and Netanyahu? I, it, it, was, uh, it was very warm, very cordial. One of the things that the, the president has, uh, uh, one of the great attributes, and I've talked about this before publicly without getting into the, the details of any specific call, uh, he, he really has a, an incredibly uh, uh, good manner with uh, foreign leaders. He gets along with them. He, he's cordial with them. He's civil with them. All the things you'd expect for a, from a, uh, a diplomat, and, and uh, he's very persuasive with them. So what had happened is over the past three years, the president had developed a great deal of trust with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and with, with the crown prince. And it's that reservoir of trust that allows you to bring folks together, to, to push them over the line, uh, to, to negotiate with them, to mediate with them, to, uh, to encourage them and to persuade them. And, and that's what the president was doing. And it was, it was in great form uh, uh, over the past several weeks and in multiple calls with, with both leaders and then ultimately in the, the call yesterday in which he had both leaders on the line together and the, the agreement was, was finally struck and signed off on. And uh, I think Americans would be very proud of their president if they'd Watched how he handled these negotiations with a lot of dignity, but but also with uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, of goodwill and, and friendship and uh, and good humor with with these two leaders. There are there's speculation in many uh, 
outlets, both foreign and domestic, that Oman and Bahrain are lined up behind the UAE in uh, their intention to strike accords with Israel. Can you comment on that, Ambassador O'Brien? Well, I'm not going to comment on specific countries, but I think what the UAE has done is shown a way forward, a path forward for other countries in the region uh, to uh, to sign a peace deal with uh, Israel, to normalize relations, to open embassies, to have direct flights, and, and to really take advantage of the economic engine that, that Israel has become. It's, a, it's an incredible country, uh, and it, it's a, a creative country. It's an innovative country. It's uh, It's full of great universities and colleges and and uh, it's a it's a worldwide tech center, uh, so so it, it, it behooves countries in the region uh, to get together with Israel. Look, Israel's a fact of life. Israel's not going away. Uh, Israel is the, uh, you know, the <clears throat> excuse me the homeland of the Jewish people, and, and it will be for uh, for many 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 years. And it's uh, uh, the, the 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 path forward for the region is to is to link up Israel with these other great countries and. Uh, to have peace and, and to share in economic prosperity and also in, in uh, security cooperation. So I think you're going to see other countries, but, you know, and, and the president's very optimistic and we want to keep the momentum going. I mean, it does mean it does mean uh, Israel uh, is deal, here to stay. Like every, every, right? every, yeah, Israel's here to stay. But every one of these deals is going to be tough. These are not uh, easy deals. And uh, we've only had uh, three Arab countries uh, normalize and make peace with Israel, Egypt, Jordan, and now UAE. Uh, they were all the result of uh, a long process of negotiations and hard work uh, by the United States, but also by Israel and the countries involved and the other the Arab countries involved. Uh, so we're optimistic. Uh, we think that there are other countries that are, are going to follow in the UAE's footsteps, but uh, none of them will be easy. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't be worthwhile if it was easy. Ambassador Robert O'Brien, again, congratulations on recovery from the virus and on being part of this historic deal between the UAE and Israel. It's a huge deal. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.